Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the Rotten Reviews Podcast. Hopefully you guys are all having a great day or evening or whenever you decided to listen to this episode. We're doing this one again a week ahead, so hopefully I can keep this going and we'll have a lot of episodes banked, or at least a couple episodes banked. Well, that's my game plan, and I'm recording this one actually at uh, 6.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, hopefully you guys are all doing good, though. Uh, can't wait to hear from you guys. And also, um, we now are able to have the full podcast on YouTube. I noticed that as an option now, which I think is really awesome. So we'll be doing that a lot more. I'll be posting a lot of the videos. I gotta do all, the whole backlog. I don't know why, but I started reading the, the uh, Christmas episodes, posting those on a regular basis, and working from there so there's still a lot of episodes in between and at the beginning of the of the beginning of this podcast that still need to go up on youtube and they'll make it up there it's just gonna take me a little bit of time it's a lot of editing and whatnot but uh we'll see and then uh hopefully at some point in time we'll actually have a video podcast so that'd be fun uh always something to add to the list so we're going to keep going with this keep adding things keep making improvements and hope for the best here i just want to say a a quick thank you to everyone who's been checking out the podcast, listening to it either on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple, whatever, and on YouTube as well. I see the views going up, and I appreciate it very, very much. Um, thank you for continuing this journey with me, I should say. But this is at the point where I'm going to do a little bit of you know promoting for myself. I'll make sure to follow me on all social medias at Typhon Sign. I'll have all the links down below in the description of the podcast at the end of this episode. But my main thing that I've been pushing right now is the artwork and uh, video game content that I've been posting on YouTube. I've been focusing on YouTube a lot. We're almost close. To, I think we're close to like 500 subs right now. Uh, it's like 470 at the point in time of recording this and hopefully it'll go up by the time this podcast episode actually goes out that's my goal hopefully uh we'll we'll see how it goes but also follow me on instagram facebook i got the art page on there uh use twitter i'm trying to use it more but i just don't like it that much but we'll see how it goes and then there's also tiktok too that i really don't like that much either but we'll see how it goes i'll i'll keep posting just for the sake of it but of course uh before i do start talking about the podcast if you guys haven't listened to an episode of rotten views before if this is your first episode thank you thank you very much for showing up uh but the concept for this podcast is i just sit down watch a movie and discuss it i don't break it down each and every single scene like 
the details in the background and anything like that but i do talk about the movie from start to finish so if you don't want to be spoiled at all from a movie that came out in 1987 i recommend you pause it right now go watch the movie on the plex or amazon wherever or if you own it on dvd that's even better uh but if you own it on dvd i'm assuming you've already seen it so what the hell am i talking about anyways just pause it and then come back hopefully we'll come back because we need the we need the listeners we need the listenership okay i appreciate it if you do come back so yeah feel free to pause it but if not uh we're going to start talking about the movie right now and we'll see how it goes so uh, like i said uh we're watching the step from 1987 it's a horror thriller movie for an hour and 30 minutes it has a 6.7 out of 10 on imdb 89 percent on rotten tomatoes and 3.4 out of 5 on letterbox 90 percent of google's users have liked this film original release date was january 23rd 1987 uh, it's from the stepfather series i believe there's like two or three of them i haven't looked that one up uh but box office was 2.5 million usd and it was distributed by itc entertainment entertainment i gotta slow down it's early in the morning uh but yeah i don't know anything about itc other than they did the stepfather movie and uh we're gonna try and figure out what they did i'm sure it wouldn't be too hard but uh they did the last unicorn which is uh, someone was asking me on um reddit to do an art piece on that so i'll probably try and get around to that um actually i should know itc because apparently they've done the muppets and um the dark crystal as well it's just something i've never really realized and they also did halloween wow i'm dumb and they did the brave little toaster okay so itc is pretty cool yeah they did the original halloween that's crazy how did i know how did i not remember seeing that at the beginning of that but yeah the brave little toaster childhood favorite cartoon or animated movie of mine and then uh yeah the, the great muppet caper anyways we, we don't need to get distracted by itc entertainment and how stupid i am and i don't know my movies or my entertainment um but that's besides the point uh the director is joseph rubin who's also known for working or being the director for the good son from 1993 with macaulay culkin pretty good movie uh creepy movie but he also did uh sleeping with the enemy from 1991 he was the director for that he was the director for this one as well the movie in discussion is there any other movies that are interesting that he's been the director for or done anything with i think those are the main ones those are the like the main four that pop up on indb that he's known for is also dreamscape um from 1984 but i don't know that movie at all uh the the picture for it the the trailer or whatnot looks pretty interesting it's a action adventure horror movie so maybe we'll add that in and it's a dennis quaid starring role Christopher Plummer. So, you know, might watch it. Might be pretty interesting. Uh, I'm just going to discuss the starring actor in this is uh, Terry O'Quinn, who plays um, main stepfather character who changes names throughout the movie. Uh, of course, people might know him from being in the TV show that I personally have not watched more than five episodes or uh, Lost. He was John Locke in that. Um, he was his second highest rated series on IMDb is the original stepfather. And then after that, he was in the Rocketeer and Young Guns. He's done 126 acting roles. And apparently he's in the Resident Alien. I th- yeah, that's a new TV show. Haven't watched that one, but it looks interesting. So maybe we'll check it out at some point in time. Maybe we'll do a mini episode. You know, I keep talking about doing mini episodes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, that'll happen at some point in time, right guys? Right? But yeah, other people in it are Jill Sholin, who plays the daughter Stephanie. And then uh, Shelly Hack, who plays the wife Susan and then uh, Stephen Shellen who plays Jim or Jimmy who comes in later on uh, but someone I did want to talk about who comes in and I mentioned it in the podcast um, 
Blue Mankuma, um, who plays Lieutenant Jack Wall, who's also um, in Halloween Town. He's like the lost and found ogre, uh, which I thought was really interesting because that's literally the only thing I know him in is Halloween Town. Maybe I just don't watch enough movies or pay attention enough. Uh, that could be the case. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing I know him for is Halloween Town. So yeah, I did a little research. I am right. He does play Gort. Gort is named in uh, Halloween Town 2. Sorry. Calabar's Revenge. Uh, but doing a little bit research on what he's done he's done a lot of damn voice acting which is um amazing i'm gonna just say that um he's in the bill and ted excellent adventure tv series he was in 20 episodes of gi joe um he was in what else did i see here well he was in the double dragon tv series as a bodo a bobo a bobo what did I say? But no, that's stupid. Anyways, uh, it's early, like I said, okay? Just uh, be nice to me, please, people. He's also in the uh, original Sonic Underground TV series. He's also in Mummies Alive. Pretty sure I saw the original Sonic. Yeah, Sonic Underground. He's 40 episodes in that. Uh, just as additional voices. He was also in Shadow Raiders, which is a cartoon series uh, that I watched on YTV as a kid. Uh, I believe he did a stint in one of the reboot series or a spinoff or something. He was six episodes of Sabrina the Animated Series, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, TV series, um, Spider-Man Unlimited. He was in there for 13 episodes. He was in that weird-ass NASCAR Racers TV show for 26 episodes. Uh, yeah, and there's a bunch of other ones. That's pretty freaking interesting. I'm gonna just say that. And, uh, at some point in time I do want to do cartoon episodes, so maybe we will make them into, uh, one-offs. Because, um, if you guys don't know, I had another podcast, uh, a couple years ago called The Nostalgic Dads, where we would, uh, pick a, a cartoon or anime or a movie, usually a cartoon or anime, and we'd watch the first episode the last episode and an episode usually in the middle and just kind of give a rough estimate of how that show was so maybe we'll do that again or maybe we'll just pick one off episodes and make them into like youtube shorts or something i don't know yet but we'll wait and see uh, but yeah we should get back at the movie of hand stuff why because i went down a deep deep rabbit hole finding out uh, about him uh the taglines are for this movie is who am i here uh, because he uses that later on. Uh, trivia screenwriter Donald E. Westlake based the character of Stephanie on his real-life teenage stepdaughter, who he has was having difficulty getting along with, which is you know it's understandable. Stepfathers and you know broken relationships and stuff like that are hard. It's an issue. I think it's a pretty common issue, but usually everything works out for the best. And then there's a goof when Jerry is trying to beat down the bathroom door to attack Stephanie. The mirror on the inside of the bathroom door breaks as Jerry is beating on the door from the outside as jerry finally breaks through the door the mirror is shown again intact before shattering for a second time i actually did notice that because she has a piece of glass and then when he breaks through it's like a full-size skinny ass mirror but nonetheless is still a full-size mirror all right the storyline synopsis off of imdb a family valleys man named jerry blake played by terry o'quinn marries widows and divorces with children in search of the perfect family as soon as his new family members show signs of being human and not robots who will march unquestionably to his tune his dream of a domestic bliss begins to crumble and he kills them then he alters his appearance assumes a new identity and skips to another town to begin the deadly ritual all over again he marries susan maine who sees him as the ideal surrogate father for her teenage daughter stephanie and he is soon up to his old tricks when she proves to be too much of a troublesome team to handle like one of the taglines on now IMDb is serial killer, fake identity, and shower. Also, male rear nudity. All right, guys, we're, we're skipping that. We're going. We're getting right into the podcast. Presents Saturday Night at the Movies, the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. Tonight, 
abortion isn't his real name. What is it? God knows we don't. His personal history was falsified and his prints were untraceable. It was possible Morrison had done it before. You can call me sentimental, I don't care. I have beautiful friends, I have a wonderful new family. <laughs> So what do you think? Can we give this little guy a home? Sure. That's my girl. He's a wonderful man, and he wants to care for us. I don't know. I just... There's just something about him. Oh, that guy in Bellevue that killed his whole family cut him up with knives. Maybe they disappointed him. All we need is a mortar around here. You're a good boy. He's a good boy, isn't he? A good boy. Your daddy's little angel. Hi, honey. He's just some crazy creep. Don't you talk to your father that way. He's not my father. How can you even bear to let him touch you? Stop it! We have to talk, honey. About what? About what is happening to our family. I'm taking care of it. He scares me, Dr. Pondre. Who am I here? Help me! Help! You're a very bad girl. The stepfather. So yeah, the movie starts right off with the intro credits as the music plays. It gets a, like a fun kind of music intro, like something I would actually have on as background noise. That doesn't really feel like it might fit the movie because it's got like that little upbeat every now and then, but then it's also got like the suspense aspect to it as well. Uh, then we cut to see this paper boy on his bike going down the street, uh, tossing papers, and we come up to this nice big looking house. It's a fancy looking house. We pan through the window upstairs and go inside and see a man in the washroom covered in blood as he's cleaning up and getting ready to take a shower. Uh, he gets out of the shower and starts to shave off his beard, trim his hair a little bit, and puts in contact lenses. And then we see him dressed up in a nice suit now, looking like he's all ready to audition for like a fucking father figure for like Full House or Family Matters or one of those family TV shows. I would have said 7-7, but apparently there's a lot of issues with the father on that. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I'm not going to look into to it because it sounds pretty bad. Um, if you guys want to Google it, you, you guys are more than welcome to. That's, that's on you guys if you want to do that. But also while He's in there. Uh, he takes all his bloody clothes and puts them into a suitcase, which will come in uh, to the story a little bit later. Uh, he's leaving the washroom as he goes down the hallway and cleans up. Like there's a kid's toy in the hallway, picks it up, puts it in the kid's room, puts it in the, to the toy chest, and closes the door. Uh, which makes us wonder: Did he really kill a child? Mm, we'll find out in a few seconds here. Uh, then, as he's walking down the stairs, we see the f we hear I should say the phone is off the hook beeping, but we also see a little bit of red splatter on the wall as we go as we're going down. Down, and we make it down to the first floor where we have like the open concept lobby with the living room off to the side and everything and there's dead bodies all over the place and lots and lots of blood and yes there is a, at least one dead child if not two and then we see him uh, leaving the house as he's whistling
struggling as he's leaving a certain walk down the street and then we cut to him on a ferry and he pushes that briefcase off into the water with all his bloody clothes and maybe the murder weapon as well not too sure uh, one year later then at this point in time we cut and see a girl all happy riding her bike down the road on a sunny day she makes it to her home as she's going in the back door her mom throws a bucket of leaves on her and then we have this leaf fight because that's like the happy fun family vibe we're going for and then as the daughter goes to throw her winning bucket of leaves on on her mother we hear a car horn honking and she gets all the mom gets all excited not the daughter uh gets all excited because jerry is home so she goes to the driveway to see him and it's literally the killer from the beginning of the movie who's now going as jerry freak away who's going as the as the other family husband but it's it's no big deal uh we can already tell the daughter doesn't like her stepfather jerry so he brought her home a gift to try and sweeten the pot up a little bit he brings her home a puppy because everybody loves a puppy right you can never be mad at a puppy or someone who brings you a pup then the daughter stephanie takes a pup and walks inside and the mom's like don't you have something to say oh yeah thanks jerry thanks for the dog go away jerry please uh jerry's worried she might feel like uh he's trying to buy her love and affection which he's trying to kind of you know just trying to be that you know, here's a puppy can you love me now stop being a bitch to me please and then we see stephanie at what looks to be her uh doctor's office it's a counseling meeting psychiatrist meeting one of the, the one of the following while she's at her appointment she's having a hard time dealing with the death of her real father and she'd rather it just be her and her mom and jerry not being anywhere around because she, she doesn't have a good feeling or vibe about jerry which is understandable because he's a serial killer we see jerry in the parking lot and he's you know he's trying his best he's the one dropping her off at her appointment waiting for her at, for, at her appointment and taking her home you know what more could you ask for i guess i don't know someone who's not going to kill you with a kitchen knife would be nice we then see on the car ride home he's trying to talk to her to convince her to do better in school because that would just make the family a little bit better a little bit happier and her mom wouldn't be stressed out and he wouldn't be stressed out and uh stephanie cop you know Turns out the car radio a little bit louder. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll try. And then we cut to Stephanie literally getting in a fight in a class with another girl, which might be our class because she's got, like, paint all over her now. Uh, but, yeah, she's literally pulling this girl's hair and trying to, like, smash her face into either the desk or the floor. She doesn't care. She just wants to beat the crap out of someone. Uh, then we cut to see Jerry showing a house to a family of three. He's a realtor that we're finding out. And then we see Jerry pushing the daughter of this new family on the swing set. And uh, at one point in time, he's going on about his daughter, Stephanie, and then he switches up the name and the kid catches it. He's like, oh yeah, uh, that one. Yeah, I, f I forgot which which family I'm with right now at this point in time because uh, everything's a blur uh, because I just killed their family a year ago and I'll, I'll probably kill you too if you don't shut up, kid. Let's be honest. And then we cut to the family at home and they are finding out the news that Stephanie has been expelled and mentions how she wants to go off to boarding school because she thinks that's what's best for everyone. And Jerry mentions it's not a family if kids aren't around and that father knows best. So that's a big fuck you, Stephanie. You're not going to boarding school. I don't care what you're asking for. And then we cut to Jerry going down into the basement and we cut back and forth to Stephanie on the phone with her friend as Jerry is going in like working in the basement because he likes to do woodworking apparently we find out because he's got tables saw. i don't know why he wouldn't use that to cut the family up instead of a kitchen knife but maybe he didn't have it at the last home that's probably it uh anyways he's making a birdhouse and then we see stephanie talking to her mom saying it's uh not their house anymore and that she feels like jerry's taken over and then the mom just tries to calm her down and says how much she misses her husband the, the deceased one but she's actually in love with jerry and she never thought she would have this feeling again and then jerry's like listening and the whole time then just walks into the room and while well, the two of them are having like a mother-daughter family talk and pretty much says everything will work itself out in the morning don't don't you work about it. i'll get it all figured out let me see jerry in the bed uh watching mr ed you know what that show is right you know talking horse that had 
of peanut butter stuffed in his mouth to make it look like he's talking? Look it up. Google it. Google's your friend. YouTube's even better. You can just watch a clip of it. It's fine. I'll understand if you want to go pause it now to see Mr. Ed. He probably sounds a lot better than I do, but that's besides the point. And then Jerry makes a joke to his wife, like, oh, I didn't know horses couldn't talk until high school because I'm real funny. Dumbass. Uh, then we see Stephanie in bed reading with her dog, and it keeps coming back to her, her reading, and then jerry and her mom getting it on because that's what you need in an 80s horror movie uh any horror movie to actually to be honest with you and then we cut to see the two guys showing up to this house where the first murder happened and the house is now falling apart and it's all boarded up and abandoned and then one guy wants to open up the case again and the other guy's like you know what? i was just the original porter on this case i don't want to do anything with this case because of how bad it was and we find out the other guy who's pushing the reporter is actually jimmy who is actually the brother of the deceased wife that died in the house uh, Jimmy wants the reporter to do a follow-up case on the murder so they can try and find the killer because nothing's ever been found or they don't really have any clues on it at all. And then we cut to Jerry and his fake happy family now having a big family community barbecue bullshit. And we find out he invited like the first five families that he sold houses to the barbecue just to be like, you know, I appreciate you guys letting me into the community and letting me be a part of this. Even though like you're also inviting these people in so they're be- being a part of the be- the community so they should be thanking you as well i guess i don't know it's just him be like yeah i just moved here a year ago and you guys are always already loving me like i'm a real family man and shit you guys don't know shit about me then he goes on to give this like cheesy i love my community accepting speech like i said and then while sitting down with some of the other guys at the barbecue one of the guys mentions as he's holding up paper about how there's another story running about an accident that happened a year ago in like the next town over or somewhere roughly in the same area and uh jerry's like i don't i don't even know nothing about this what are, what are you talking about and he grabs the paper from the guy he's looking over there's no picture ran in the article which is good because that's saving him but then he's like huh that's crazy i wonder what could have made a man do something like that and jerry's much mentions uh, or one of the other guys mentions oh he wonders what would have happened to make a man kill his own family and that's like well they could have uh upset him or let him down and then there's like this awkward silence and the kid comes over he takes the the newspaper and folds it up into a pirate hat so yeah kid go take this new paper and go away please go go somewhere else please to break the weird awkward awkward silence and then we see stephanie down in the basement as she's getting i think some ice or ice cream i think it was a bag of ice um at this point in time there was a weird ad that ran on plex that i feel like cut out a scene because she was grabbing something and then next thing we know we just see her holding something but anyways while she's down there uh jerry comes down to the basement and starts freaking out and beating up on his um you know workbench and everything he's arguing to himself saying how he's going to keep the family together and nothing's going to cause them to break up and then he looks over to the side and we see stephanie just stand there and he's like hi sweetie hi honey how's it going you you, you know sometimes it's just kind of release some stress you know being a realtor and always having to smile and act happy for everyone sometimes the stress just gets to you right you understand me i'm not crazy i'm not crazy i promise then that night after the party's over stephanie's in the backyard going through no one's cleaned up anything because they're assholes but that's besides the point then she finds the paper and she's looking at it and she that kind of catches her interest and it's like oh maybe he's a killer then the next day stephanie has her friend over going over the story in the paper and the friend just tells her that she's being crazy about it and she's like there's no way that your stepfather jerry is the same guy who killed this family a year ago which you know it's it's pretty hard thing to grasp at to be honest with you and then uh jimmy the brother confronts the reporter 
as he's leaving his office and flips out because there's no picture ran in the article so how's anyone know, supposed to know if the guy's around if there's no picture in the article and that's when he's like you know what is my editor who has the final call you're lucky the pa- the thing actually even got ran in the paper because they didn't want to do it they certainly were not putting in a mugshot of the guy because they just are not even a mugshot or was it a, I guess yeah it wasn't a character sketch it was an actual picture of him so they know what he looks like they just can't find the bastard and then the the reporter guys are like you knew you need to just go on with your life you just need to forget about it and live your life and he's like well what if it was your sister would you just forget about it and then he walks off let me see stephanie in the in an appointment with her doctor and she says something she says something and that's he's like oh sometimes run away isn't that bad because she thought maybe he was gonna fight her about it and he's like no sometimes run away is just fine you know sometimes you gotta find yourself to fix the problem and then at one point in time her doctor uh, offers to talk to jerry over the phone or to make an appointment at least uh, he mentions about over the phone but he tries to make an appointment later on then we see jerry grabbing the mail and he sees some mail for stephanie and it's from like the examiner i'm not sure if that's like a police office department or like a newspaper article spot i don't know he opens up and it's actually an old mugshot of himself with the beard and everything he's like oh shit i gotta hide this i gotta get rid of it and then stephanie rose up on her bike and says uh he's home early he's like yeah i ran up houses to show it's no big deal and she's like is there any mail for me he pretty much lies to her it's like well there is i don't know if you should be looking at it though to be honest with you to be certainly honest with you i don't know if you should be looking at it and she's looking all confused and he just gives her the cosmopolitan magazine and walks off with the brown apple he's like yeah i'm just bugging you here take your mail you stupid stupid mail you little brat then we cut to see jerry in the basement and he's freaking out a bit as he's smacking his like swinging light that's over his workbench because you know that's the one thing i'm gonna take my violence out on uh then he starts grabbing tools and making like stab motions in there and we see stephanie playing with her puppy and the wife yells down you know dinner's ready in 15 minutes and he snaps right out he's like Ooh, food. then the doctor calls and the wife picks it up and the doctor's trying to get a hold of jerry to make it a, like an appointment to just you know chat it up you know see how things are going and he pretty much says, tells her like yeah tell him i'm not here and when he calls back again tell him i'm still not here because i don't want to talk to him at all just tell him I'm not here. And she's all confused. Like, um, he can't come to the phone right now, I guess. And then this is where we see Lieutenant Wall. He's, uh, he's waking up Jim, who's asleep in his parking spot because he's trying to get his attention. And he, while well, he's waiting there for him to finally show up because the lieutenant probably shows up whenever the lieutenant wants to show up. And that's when I go on, you know, he's the Gort from halloween town too and apparently a lot of voice acting work which is crazy uh lieutenant says they pretty much have nothing to go on till uh jerry kills again because uh apparently the case is run cold or something uh but yeah they have like literally nothing to go on until the case happens or reopens like if there's another murder that has the same mo as the one previous and the lieutenant pretty much says you know if i was you you know who he is you know where he probably might be or maybe i would just go buy a gun and blow him up be honest with you just from you know man to man you know if it was me and my family got murdered i would i, I would go kill him so he goes and buys again then we see jerry at school getting stephanie back into school which he does and then we see stephanie talking to her doctor complaining about how the stepdad got her back into school and then stephanie finally says how she's scared of jerry and that's really what you know makes the light bulb go off and the doctor's head he's like oh, okay you're actually scared of this man for some reason so i really need to talk to him and find out what's going on then we see jerry at work answering a call uh to show a house and we find out the other person on the other line to see the house is actually stephanie's doctor we see stephanie making it home to check the mail and she grabs a big brown envelope that's the original envelope that jerry grabbed the day before and she pulls out the picture and it's no longer jerry because he swapped out the picture i'm not sure who this other person is but he might have just found a random mugshot and put it in there and be like ha 
Fooled you now, sucker. We see Jerry at the open house and the doctor pulls up. They head inside and check out the home a bit and Jerry takes him to a bedroom and they start to mingle a bit. But at the same time, the doctor's kind of asking him personal questions at the same time to try and pick away at his brain. And then the doctor asks how Jerry sleeps at night. You know, being a realtor must be really stressful. And Jerry's just like, I sleep like a baby, to be honest with you. Nothing bothers me at all. And then Jerry's like, are you interested in buying a house or are you interested in finding out more information about me? And that's when the doctor says, oh yeah, my wife always you know bugs me for being off track and all this other crap and that's when earlier he f- said he was a bachelor so then jerry's like you you said you have a wife and he's like oh yeah newly divorced I actually forgot about that i sometimes i feel like i'm still married to be honest with you it's at this point in time like this house is being renovated a bit so it's like boards all over the place so jerry literally grabs a board and starts beating the crap out of the doctor to the point where he's down on the ground and he's like on his knees begging him to stop and jerry just takes the board and keeps whacking him in the top of the skull to the point where he's dead and then jerry's looking down and he's like ah shit i did it again i killed someone oh fuck it's at this point he grabs the doctor's wallet to try and figure out who he is and why he's coming after him and questioning him and we find out that stephanie's doctor and he's like son of a bitch she's on to me because at this point in time there's like a uh, paper down so you don't get pain on the floors he kind of wraps the doctor's body up with that and then jerry starts rolling the doctor up like i said in this like sheet stuff puts the doctor's body into a car then takes the paper off him puts the paper into the gas tank lights it on fire and has the car running and drives the car off a cliff to make it look like he just had a random accident where he drove off a cliff and the car blew up then we see jerry just walking down the road at the middle of the night just you know whistling having a jolly good time after just killing another person and then we cut and see the next day as stephanie's working on her bike in the garage jerry comes out to talk to her to let her know that her doctor had a very bad accent last night and uh, well he's dead uh, she starts breaking down and he's like you know he just lost control made a stupid mistake and just drove off the edge you know it happens I guess you know maybe he was drinking and driving uh, she starts breaking down to the point where she starts hugging him making them have their very first bonding moment of this entire goddamn movie let me see uh, Jim in the old house where the, his sister died going around the home looking for kind of clues of anything as to what happened and why it happened or where he would have went he ventures down to the basement and we see a picture of jerry and his original family all happy on his like workbench because he's got a workbench down there and then he also opens up a magazine which has pages cut out and he's kind of curious as to why the pages are cut out and then we cut and see the family all happy together all bonding together as they're putting up this new birdhouse that that jerry just put up and it's all painted now it looks all fancy and jerry's like oh it'd be nice once there's a family of birds living in that house because that's his thing he always wants a family living and everything and then stephanie says how oh, she's sorry for you know giving him such a hard time as of late and jerry says you know i had problems as a kid it's fine i i agree with them and you're gonna grow, grow your problems as well and hopefully or you're gonna die you know he didn't say that part but that's essentially what he's getting at and then we see uh, jimmy storming into the library looking for the same magazine that he found in the basement of her, his sister's home and that's when he finds the, the magazine still i don't know it's been like a fucking year at least so i don't know why they would have the same magazine but i don't go in the library so i wouldn't know uh but yeah he finds the same magazine opens it up and it's a uh, pages about the happiest places to live in the area kind of thing uh so that kind of narrows down where he thinks Jerry is hiding, who's not to, who's known as someone else than Jerry to him because this Jerry is his new persona bullshit. Uh, then we see the family sitting down for a turkey dinner, all happy, and this cut and see Jerry standing up, getting ready to carve the turkey and saying how he didn't understand what Thanksgiving was all about until now. It's all about having a happy family and being all together. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Then we see Stephanie leaving an arcade where she stops to find her friend 
stopping to see if she's doing okay. This is this love interest that she has. It's like a, a boyfriend, but not actually a boyfriend because apparently he was dating someone else. But anyways, he's got a moped and he stops to offer a ride home. And she's like, yeah, but I'm driving. So then we see her driving home on the moped with him behind her, like hugging on, holding for dear life. Probably scared that she's going to kill him or crash. You know, one of the two. They get home and he walks her to the door and they have this like awkward small talk because they both like each other, but they both don't want to make the first move at all. And he proceeds to, you know, give her a kiss at the end of the night. And then Jerry opens up the door all pissed off and Jerry tries to say that the boy was about to abuse her and pretty much rape her. And we, the guy's name is Paul that we find out. And then the mom comes out wondering what's going on. And then a fight ensues between everyone. Um, Stephanie told Paul to go home. Uh, Stephanie's just like, oh, he was just giving me a kiss. Can I just drop me off? And he's going on about the rape accusations. Jerry is. And then um, Stephanie goes on about how Jerry's a creep. And that this, he's weird and all this other stuff. And the mom gets upset and actually slaps Stephanie. And then sla Stephanie just leaves. And then uh, the mom's just like to Jerry, you know, good job. You know, you had all this progress built up. And now you just had to screw up. You know, I've known paul all my life you know since he was a kid and he's a great little guy he's great he's great for my daughter he would never do anything to hurt her and you just had to come out being a whole dickhead about it and then jerry's just like oh I, i'm i'm uh, my problem oh okay and he gets like this crazy look in his eye and just walks down the, the sidewalk he's just like standing out there in the front yard just looking around like oh yeah i'm the crazy one yeah jerry actually you are the crazy one because you're the serial killer but that's besides the point then it's the next day we see jerry at work and we now see that jimmy the deceased brother is now in town and he goes to the police station or somewhere i'm not sure it might not be a police station because he wants copies of all the marriage papers from the last little while because he feels like the killer is now married and that's his easiest way of figuring it out and the guy's like ah, i got too much to do come back in two weeks and just literally walks away and leaves uh jimmy there and then the secretary speaks up he's like well yeah he's too stupid i on the other hand can get you the paperwork if you want to be nice to me essentially and then we see the mom dropping uh stephanie off at the, her counselor um it's like a new counselor she's getting to see for the first time uh, she opens up the door and we see this really old lady and and the old lady's like stephanie and she's just like ah sorry wrong door slowly closes the door and walks away and then we see stephanie sneaking into her old counselor's office and sitting at his desk looking at like his family pictures and stuff and then she looks down at his desk and we see a reminder to go see her stepfather at a certain time at a certain address and then we see jimmy going from uh spot to spot with a notepad searching off the names of everyone who's been married and lost a little while um to try because he got all that information from the secretary god knows what he did for it but we'll leave that up to uh jimmy as to what he did uh to figure out jerry's or what might be jerry's possible address then we cut and see jerry on a ferry again this time changing up his look again in the washroom he's adding a mustache and we find out he actually has like a toupee because he's pulling his hair back off uh to show his nice receding hairline uh then we cut and see stephanie breaking into the home where her counselor went to meet uh her stepfather and she's looking for any sort of clues and she sees like this tarp on the ground and she goes over to check it out and walks into like another room and she gets scared because there's another guy in there showing the house off he's like oh i thought this place was you know vacant sorry about that folks and she just literally runs screaming away and then we see jerry going by bill now as he's going in for a new job interview where he's trying to work for an insurance company uh then we cut to jerry again and the family at home eating dinner together but no one's talking they're all just looking around you know in silence and kind of annoyed at each other uh, then the wife wants to talk about what's happening to the family and jerry's just like you know what i got it taken care of don't worry about it at all everything's taken care of and she's like we're not even talking though he's like don't worry about it it's taken care of i said it's taken care of we see uh, jerry walking around town um 
I believe it's like just after supper. He's walking around town and he sees one of the families that might have moved into one of his houses. Might have been or it might have been their family. But anyways, the dad comes home. The kid comes out running all happy, and they all go inside as a happy family. And the kid actually waves to Jerry, and that's one thing that Jerry wants. He wants a happy family where a child runs to him, all happy, excited to see him. But he's never gonna get it. Uh, then uh, Jimmy makes it to Steffi's home where he's greeted by the wife and says. Um, he'll come back to surprise Jerry later if he thinks it's the right Jerry because he, he doesn't want him you know knowing that he's going to show up because he wants it to be a surprise just in case because he's not really sure if it's the right guy but he doesn't want the wife giving off any clues that someone's searching for him just because he doesn't want him getting spooked. Then we see Jerry as Bill again in disguise again uh, going to greet his new neighbor because he's now renting this new house in a different fucking town and he finds out that you know she's raking up the leaves and she apparently has kids but but sounds that the husband or the father is nowhere around and that kind of you know catches his interest of course and then the wife calls jerry's work and we find out jerry has left his job several days ago now then um we see jimmy knocking on another door where this girl gives some luggage as soon as he opens the door because she thinks that he's a taxi driver because apparently this girl is breaking up with her spouse and going off with some other guy so then the the guy comes out he's like guys oh, this is this guy you're leaving me for he gets in his face and that's when jimmy grabs the guy and pretty much pushes him up against the door he's like i got my own issues i don't need to be involved in your shit i'm not a taxi driver at all and then he shows him a picture of what jerry used to look like with the beard he's like well the beard throwing me off but that looks like the guy that sold me the house and that's when he puts two and two together that he's a realtor then we see jerry whistling as he's coming home and his wife asks him where he's been he says he's been you know showing off houses and his wife says uh you know i called your work and they said you left a few days ago and you know you quit that's where jerry gets all defensive he's like ah oh, it's that dumb new secretary they hired uh, i've never fired anyone in my life but i'm gonna make sure that she gets fired and then he calls up to you know pretty much bitch out the secretary at the job that's when he uses the wrong name and his wife catches on he's he's like oh crap he's like who am i here and that's when she says jerry and that's when he grabs the phone turn like has the phone still in his hand turns around and starts beating her with it and then they start struggling and to the point where they start fighting by the basement door and she actually falls down the basement stairs and then we see jerry going through the kitchen knives and then the puppy looks at him and jerry calls the puppy over we see we can all guess what's going to happen but thankfully stephanie comes home and runs into the house and calls her mom but no answer and then the puppy comes running puppy loves her and doesn't die thankfully uh anyway stephanie goes right upstairs and gets ready to take a hot shower we see jerry walking in the house uh with the the uh, kitchen knife in hand starts slowly going up the stairs and then we hear the doorbell going off and it's Jimmy again. Uh, Jerry doesn't answer the door so Jimmy lets himself in and we see Jerry actually was hiding behind the door and that's when um, they both look at each other and uh jerry's like oh hey buddy how's it going and pretty much stabs him right in the stomach before he can even pull his gun out of his goddamn pocket and he's literally just laying dead on the floor with the gun on the floor now which will come into play a little bit later and then jerry's just like you know buddy next time you should call before just randomly stopping over and you won't die but too late you're already dead we now see stephanie is out of the shower and is met by jerry with a knife in hand uh she locks herself in the washroom again and jerry starts beating down the door and stephanie arms herself with the broken uh, piece of the mirror which is the uh, the goof from earlier because the mirror breaks and then when he breaks through finally through the door the mirror is full but anyways, as he breaks through uh, she actually stabs him in the shoulder and runs out of the washroom she runs into this closet which has a, a doorway into the attic so she starts going up in the attic space and Jerry's in the attic now trying to find where Stephanie is hiding saying it's all a game it's just a big misunderstanding and then he goes after her with a knife and falls through the ceiling and he looks like he's knocked out on the floor below uh, Stephanie goes out and then she's looking in the hallway 
hallway and she can't find him anywhere he's he's apparently disappeared uh, she gets ready to go down the stairs that's when her mom's crawling up the stairs and then uh jerry comes out of nowhere and grabs stephanie and throws her off to the side and that's when um the mom shoots at jerry twice i think he hits him twice shoots at him a couple times but i think only two bullets hit him and then there's like a struggle of the jerry crawling up the stairs and stephanie crawling on the floor and they're both having a race to the the knife uh they both start grabbing the knife but actually stephanie stabs him right in the chest i believe and then we see him falling down the stairs and bashing up against the railing and we can just assume that he's dead as stephanie and her mom just look on in shock and be like oh shit he wasn't a happy guy now was he and now it's the next day and we see stephanie outside cutting down the birdhouse uh, that they all put up together as a family as her and her mom walk away and we see the birdhouse on the ground broken as they both walk inside the home and that's the end of the movie that's the end of the stepfather i really enjoyed this movie i thought it was really well made um and terry o'quinn i think that's his name uh does a really good job playing jerry i think he does a really good job playing that creepy creepy guy and um yeah i definitely highly recommend it i will watch the other ones at some point in time uh, i'm not sure yet when but we will see we'll figure it out and yeah on the rotten scale uh, I'm going to give this one out of 10 a 7.9 because I think it's a great movie and I definitely highly recommend watching it. And I think there was a reboot a couple of years ago, maybe within like the last five years. Uh, I haven't watched that one at all. Maybe we'll watch it at some point in time. I'll, I'll wait and see. But yeah, definitely highly check, recommend checking this out. That's on Amazon. And then, like I said, I watched it on Plex. You get the commercials every now and then, but it's a really good copy. So uh, yeah, go check it out. Which brings us to our movie we're going to watch next week, which I still have to figure out. Shocker. So we're going to go back to plex and watch another movie that's on there that i remember watching as a kid but i watched the cartoon more um we're gonna go with a trauma movie and we're gonna watch the uh, toxic avenger i was a big fan of the toxic crusaders and i have uh, i think three of the five run comic book series i could be wrong on that one um uh, off the top of my head i don't remember i know i got at least the first two issues so that's a, that's the main thing um but yeah we're gonna watch toxic avenger which is free on plex you know you got your ads to watch and i think trauma has a streaming service as well uh, who knows it might be on youtube as well for all i know but we're going to be watching it on plex and it's a whopping 82 minutes uh, for, i think it's from 1985 if i remember correctly um but yeah that should be a fun one uh, make sure to check that out before this next episode drops uh to save yourself the hassle of being spoiled but if not um feel free to just listen to me talk about it next week until then uh make sure you check out the outro band as well uh trial based horror band the blood opera uh you can find them on instagram youtube soundcloud spotify a bunch of other streaming services uh, all their links will be down in the description below and then make sure to follow me at typhonstein you can see the links down below but you can find me at youtube instagram twitter there's other ones probably tiktok tiktok's one facebook art page uh yeah but the main ones being instagram and youtube youtube being the real main one because uh we got the podcast going up on there we got the gaming videos we got the art videos uh there's some art shorts and then there's some actual full-on me drawing recording myself drawing which uh people seem to enjoy so you know watch those it's fun make sure to hit that subscribe button as well depending on wherever you're listening to this podcast if it's on spotify if you could leave a star ring or if it's on google podcast or i don't even know if google has a rating thing i should be honest with you the other one that i know for sure has a rating thing is apple podcast so if you could rate and review on apple podcast that'd be highly appreciated because that helps me get a little bit higher up in the standings and the ratings and get a little bit more people to see this podcast and the more people that see this podcast the better because the more motivated i am to 
actually get more things done because that's my main thing is I like being motivated. Uh, but uh, yeah, as always, there's always stuff to do around here and I will talk to you guys all later and we'll have more episodes coming out soon. So until then, I'll talk to you later. Peace. Blood.